hope it kind of almost cements like a legacy of ours since we've been doing it for so long. It's our fourth album. So we always kind of thought of ourselves as a band that was following in our older generation's footsteps, the newfound glories and the fallout boys, some 41s of the world. But I like to put ourselves on a platform now where we are carrying the torch, you know, in the sense being with Kings of the New Age. Hey guys, James Wilson-Taylor here for Rock Sound. It is the latest of our video calls. State Champs are back with a brand new album coming very, very soon. I'm delighted to say to tell us all about it. It's the one and only Derek Descanio. How are you, man? I'm great, man. How are you? Not too bad. Lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. And exciting times. It's always nice to catch you at these moments where the album's kind of just been announced. I know you've been kind of waiting for this moment for a while, right? You've got to be very, very excited this week in particular, I'd imagine. Oh, man. This is the week for sure. We've been waiting forever. Uh, new chapter's finally here. Crazy time in the past couple of years, but like... Now that we can finally tell people and actually we've been saying soon, 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 like just wait a little bit longer. And like the patience has been dwindling with everyone, I think, in our fan base. So finally, like this is the time we're really, really stoked. Yeah, no, no, it's a lot to get hyped about, man. You know, it's of course called Kings of the New Age. It's going to be out very, very soon. And uh, yeah, I want to, I want to start there. You know, I always ask about album titles because they always genuinely interest me, and I, I think like this one in particular because it's not a song title, but it is a song lyric, and that's kind of cool. Why did you pick out Kings of the New Age as being the title that sums up this new era of the band for you guys? Um, so Kings of the New Age, it's very much a statement that we're trying to make this time around with this album. It's our fourth album. And uh, normally when bands get to make a second or a third, yet a fourth album, bands always tend to say like, oh, well, when talking about it, well, this one's just a little bit more mature than the last one. That's what everybody says, right? Um, this time we are not going that route. This is very much not a mature album. Sonically, I do think it's our best sounding album as far as production elements go. We've got hell of a production team behind it in all aspects. But Kings of the New Age is the first lyric of the first song. And uh, we didn't re we didn't name the album that until we got done with the whole album and we're listening to it and we uh, we put it on we hear the kings of the new age on the first song of the album and uh, that's like light bulb moment where we're like no let's make a statement and let's go like let's let everybody know something this time around yeah. so with this album it's very much us going back to our roots not taking ourselves so seriously just having fun with making music and you know retelling ourselves why we love what we get to do and. Uh, but also just like letting loose a little bit and like kind of having a little bit of an ego. We've had such a confidence boost, especially going into this release of the album. So it makes a lot of sense to call it Kings of the New Age and let people know like we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, back once again man yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's got a real lightness to it it's got a real bounce a real lot of fun you can certainly hear that and you can certainly hear it in the single that by the time people see this people will be well aware of which is uh everybody but you with of course big ben barlow on there which is very exciting come on to uh -huh. him in a minute but before we get there just tell me a bit about writing that song in particular again big bouncy bouncy fun pop punk song that yeah it is that's what i think i think a lot of people will see a lot of elements of our older music in this one but also with a big touch of of modern like production vibes and stuff it's almost got a little bit of a hip-hop influence with this song but then it's hits in your face so great dynamic to it but this song in particular i think we wrote in one day only in a few hours towards the end of the writing process thank god we set aside like a couple hours to be like can we just like write something from scratch today and see where it takes us so Towards the end, we ended up with this song at the end. We were like, this is the best song on the album. We think that, this was almost a moment like uh, relatable to when we wrote Secrets on our second album. Like like when we when we wrote Secrets and it was done, 
we we're like, this is the one, obviously, right? Like we were like, yep. And this happened with everybody but you as well. And then it obviously got taken to a whole nother level when we when we thought about a feature for this one and brought on Big Ben. Yeah, I mean, that's such a great pairing. Obviously, you know, you guys know each other so well at this point and touring together over the years and all that kind of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. What was it about him in particular where you thought, you know what, this this might be one for Ben. I think we need to get him on the phone for this one. It was cool. Obviously, we've been boys for a long time. We've toured our asses off together. We've gone all over the world. But um, we thought about it with the open space of this verse. And we we're like, if we're going to make this like a scene pop punk anthem like that, that, you know, lives for a while. Um, it makes sense to bring on someone like Ben and his dynamic and his wordplay and his almost like hip hop influence, which is totally what shows on this song, um, made total sense. And what I think is also really cool, a lot of people won't realize, hey, Dory, um, is that this is Ben's first feature on a song, I'm pretty sure. No, no. Is, has, really? has he done features before? <laughs> I don't know. I, w I will fact check because I'm not entirely 100% sure. We might need yeah, a that, fact check there and or Ryan might be wrong, but I think this is you his first. You might be right. You I think this right. is his first feature. So, and if I'm wrong, sorry, but this, but either way, it's it's special and we thought it made so much sense. Yeah, absolutely. So nice to be working with an old friend like that, as you say. And, yeah. and it's it's funny as well, the, just a sheer amount of guests on this, the stacked, stacked lineup. I'm sure you saw how nuts all your fans were going when you posted those kind of cryptic tweets with just the little guest names. Like, oh, that's I very know. interesting. It's a nice mixing that let's talk about some of those um chrissy you know of course we've supported against the current for years absolutely love everything those guys do chrissy's such uh -huh. a talented talented vocalist and performer um tell me a little bit about why she fits so well and she does on a, on a song like half empty yeah on half empty so that's a song um that's a little bit outside of the box for us it's a little bit darker and powerful we call that song like our like stadium rock like anthem like almost <laughs> that's what it feels like when listening to it we feel like it's going to be one that like we want to play outside when the sun's setting at Reading and Leeds or something like that. Like, you know, and have Chrissy come out and sing it because it's a little bit more of like a powerful love song and really called for a little bit of a duet back and forth type thing in the bridge. So when we asked Chrissy to do it and I sent her the song, I think it was like an instant reply that she was like, this song rocks. You sound awesome. I want I want in on this right away. And she must have recorded it and sent it back in the matter of a week. And it all just kind of fell into place. And I was really glad we finally because we had asked her to do a song before with us and it just didn't work out. Glad it finally worked for this album because it was it was necessary. Yeah, yeah, it's nice when you get those sort of duet moments like that as well. It just it just really, really works nice. It kind of syncs up very, very well together. Um, oh, yeah. And other guests, I mean, oh, yeah, let's rattle through these guests because they're so, so good. Um, Four Years Strong, <laughs> of course, yeah. another band that we've all just loved. Anyone who you loves the scene has loved that band for so many years. And again, those boys, they know they know their harmonies. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like you yeah. boys are about your harmonies in a big way as well. So that's a really, really nice pairing in there. That was that was like, you know, a must if we're going to bring on some a band like Four Year Strong. We're like, you guys need to do the Four Year Strong thing, <laughs> yeah. the Dan and Alan thing where they like yelly back and forth, harmonizing like what we love about Four Year Strong. And they came in and nailed that on uh, on the song Sundress. And it's like a heavy part of the song. It's got a little breakdown in it. So uh, I think everyone's going to appreciate that we brought them in for that one. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And then the other guest, you know, I I'll confess, not someone I was particularly familiar with before this, but uh, but okay. Mitchell Tenpenny, who's uh, who's on this track called Out Like That. Again, really, really nice voice. Really, it, it works very, very well with the style. I think you've picked the guests in general very, very well for this record. Um, but tell me a little bit about getting to know Mitchell and, and where that kind of relationship came from. It was cool. We didn't really know him that well either, but I've been a big fan of his for a while. And our producer, Drew, Drew Folk, who did the record with us, he was actually the one who was in contact with Mitchell. And I think he sent him this song, Act Like That, that we did. And um, 
I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted the bridge to sound like, which was his part, which ended up being his part. And I sent him over a voice memo. I'm just like, I'm thinking this. What do you think? He was like, actually, I think this is going to suit me super well. But he is in no way like, you know, like a pop punk guy or anything. He's obviously like a country pop radio star, but his voice is so strong. And I always thought that it would mesh well with a band like ours or on a song in our world. And uh, people are going to be pretty surprised by this. A lot of people think since he's a country star that this is going to be a country song. But I don't I don't know if necessarily it falls into that world. It's essentially like a pop or a pop rock song. But then with a really strong, powerful bridge coming in by by Mitchell, I think he did a really good job. His voice is kind of like a like a warm but energetic like Jason Lancaster type type voice or something like that. That's what I think it almost sounds like, but uh, people are going to be surprised on that one. Yeah, his voice certainly suits the genre very, very well for somebody who's, you know, not necessarily that familiar with it. It's, it really kind of clicks. It, it, yeah, it works really, really nice. It was an interesting moment that on the record. And, you know, in general, I mean, it sounds like with a, with a lot of this, you know, you know, you're coming in hard, you know? I mean, it's like big, strong singles, big mm-hmm. guest list there. Obviously you said, you know, you want to have that big statement in the title. Do you feel like you have some kind of point to prove on this one? Like, I don't think you necessarily do at all, but it's just interesting that you guys seem to be to be really pushing in that direction. Like, yeah, we're back and this is big and this is who we are. Yeah, I think so. I think with the time off and the time with the right, weirdness okay. of the past couple of years and us not getting any younger. And, you know, we used to be that young, exciting new pop punk band. But we have even more energy and confidence now than we've ever have after writing this album. And it reminded us of why we do this and why we continue to do this. And it motivated us to let people know that we are here to stay. That's the first song on the album. And we're not going anywhere. And we've been doing this for a long time. Obviously, like there's a big pop culture revival in this type of music right now. And I am in no way saying that that's a negative thing with the Machine Gun Kellys of the world and the Jadens and the Little Huddies and that side of that like switch over into our world. I think that can only help us in a lot of ways. But it's going to then bring on a lot of new young fans that have never heard a lot of bands like us in the neck deeps of the world that have been here for a long time. So we only want those worlds to collide in a sense. And we want to lead the way, but also have that confidence in that platform to say, listen, if you want to hear that shit, let us show you how it's done. And so it's, it's letting us have a little bit of an ego this time around and not be as humble as everyone expects bands like us to be over the past like 10 years. So, uh, and that's making it more fun for us, I think. And it's making us want to do it more and want it to want us to preserve our career and have it go as long as possible. It's a good attitude to have, man. You've got to come out swinging and you've got to come out with a bit of confidence like that. Yeah. I really respect that. It's really nice. And I like the fact, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never a fan of people gatekeeping as well. I'm really excited by what's happened in the kind of more pop side of things and how it's taken a lot of influence from what we've seen over the genres in the years. And like you say, I think it's really, really beneficial to a lot of bands to see this type of music get pushed in, albeit a slightly different direction, but still being pushed into the mainstream. That just, it helps everybody, right? And even if there's that little friendly competition and there's that little shit talk here and there, that's cool, man. Like that happens in all other worlds. Oh, yeah. Especially, especially hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Rap, rappers talk about how they're the best and this guy sucks and blah, blah, blah. But in the end, aren't we all trying? Doesn't that only benefit everybody that's being talked about? So it's like, why don't we have a little bit of fun with that in our world, in pop punk and stuff, and just kind of like show who is the best and let people expose themselves and, and, and make new fans here and that and let it like kind of bounce around. So, well, that, that's what that's what we're trying to say. We're just trying to say that we've been here. We've been doing this for a while and like, let us be your favorite band. 
Yeah, <laughs> good attitude, man. I like that a lot. Um, and speaking of fact, you know, been here a while and everything, you know, we've obviously spoken a lot through uh, the campaign of the previous record, Living Proof, and and I wonder now that we're on the follow-up, obviously such a different record, and I really enjoyed Living Proof. I thought you did some really interesting things. There was lots of kind of more danceable elements. There was almost like R&B influences in there in a really kind of cool way. Um, uh-huh. But what do you feel like when you're doing something completely different like this, what were the learning points from that record that you can see and feel going into this new kind of album cycle for you? Well, it's funny because we wrote this, we had so more time than ever for, for this album with all the time, the downtime of touring since right. no one was touring. So this was the longest time that we've had to write as many songs as possible. I think this is the only time we've ever written over like 30 songs in the writing process for this. And then we had a lot of fun with like writing all the songs down on little flashcards in the studio and making separate track listing and seeing, oh, how does this work? Let's listen to it this way. No, that one sucks there. Let's try this. So we had plenty of time. But um, in the end, I think we just learned that we don't want to limit ourselves in any way and say this is the type of album we're trying to make or that we're trying to do anything different from our past albums. Let's just write songs that we love and then sonically find a good dynamic in a track list. So there was a little less pressure there. It's our fourth album. There was a lot of pressure on the second and the third one. But thank God we made it through then and we still have a career and people want to hear the fourth one. So. I don't think, like I said, it all comes down to not taking ourselves as seriously and just having fun and remembering what made us want to do this right from the first album we ever made. So not putting too much pressure on ourselves, not taking ourselves too seriously, but also like showing who we are and like making sure people know that like we are that band that deserves to be where we're at. So there was no, there was no limitations and that's what made it special. Yeah, well, what is also going to be very, very special, you know, like we say, we, we've seen how hungry the fans are for this record, particularly after those last few singles, but you get back out on the road, finally, which is, you know, obviously everyone's been desperate and desperate to do over the last couple of years. Uh, you must be just absolutely desperate to get back over here, particularly to the UK, where you have been embraced quite properly. I remember those big roundhouse moments and stuff like that. I know we've talked about this before, but big, big shows and big, big moments seem to happen for you guys over on these shores, right? Oh, of course. It always has been. And it's no secret to us that, you know, the UK is probably where we are the biggest. So it makes us most excited to come over there and play these these bigger shows. Um, so f- thank God. And it's cool that finally our first tour after so long, our first full tour, like, you know, into the new year and the new chapter is going to be started right in the UK. It's, it makes all the sense in the world. So I can't wait to see everybody finally <laughs> and in good timing, too. So it's going to be right when the album comes out. and We're going to be celebrating full force with everybody. Yeah, perfect way to party and celebrate right there, man. And then later in the year, a couple of things I do want to mention um, in terms of live plans, you're playing what looks to be, in my mind, maybe the greatest music festival that has ever been and will ever be, uh, mm-hmm. which is when we were young. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it when I first saw that poster. could not believe it. I'm sure you must have been the same, right? I don't think anybody could believe it. And all it's funny, like it was seeing that flyer for the first time, that was the first time us seeing who was playing that festival. Sure. I think when we, I think it just came through as a festival offer and it said, all we knew was that Jimmy Eat World was playing and that there was an offer out to My Chemical Romance, Do You Want to Play It? And it's in Vegas and we love Vegas. So we're like, yeah, let's do it. Sure. Sure enough, the announcement comes out. My Chem, Paramore and yeah. every band ever that you've ever listened to. So um, that's that triggered a lot of viral conversation and uh, controversy, right? Is this thing even real? Like, is, is it a scam? Am I crazy? Am I dreaming? Um, we all still think that, but we're all very excited. I can tell you it's very, very real. I've seen the contracts. So like it's, it's, it's going to happen. 
and uh, it's going to be two weekends of madness out in Vegas. So we're excited. Yeah, believe it, people. All your favorite <laughs> bands are going to be in the same field. It's going to blow your mind. I cannot. I honestly hope that. that we play really early. And then we can be done so I can just watch bands the rest of the day. <laughs> I hear the rumor is the rotating stage thing, right? So you can see uh, yeah. it all just keeps on moving. So yeah. Nonstop action all day. Yeah. I bet you'll be intrigued to see who's who's in front of you and who's behind you when you do yeah, those spins, the, the, right? The big reveal. Yeah, the big reveal. That's what you want. It's going to be a fun one, dude. Yeah, man. Um, I want to ask you this kind of before I let you go, really, obviously, we're just getting onto this new record here and people are very, very hyped to see it. They've heard a few of the singles already. I always like to ask when we're getting into this release moment, what do you hope the fans kind of take away from this? You know, they get there, they're on release day, they're hearing this for the first time. Is there anything you really, really hope that these State Chat fans who've been waiting for so long for this new music take away from that record and, uh, and appreciate on those first listens? I hope if anything, like obviously we have our core fans that I know are going to rally around this album, but I hope it honestly opens us up to another world of fans too that are like, you know, want to hear this type of music and that goes on to like how times are changing and there is a revival in some sort of that sense with pop culture and pop music being brought into this guitar based drum based music and I, I hope that that happens for sure. But beyond that, I hope it kind of almost cements like a legacy of ours since we've been doing it for so long. It's our fourth album. So we always kind of thought of ourselves as a band that was following in our older generation's footsteps, the newfound glories and the fallout boys, some 41s of the world. But I like to put ourselves on a platform now where we are carrying the torch, you know, in the sense being with Kings of the new age, that's kind of what we're trying to say with this album. And if that, you know, brings a confidence boost and motivates younger bands to do the same thing or to even younger kids to start bands and try to do the same thing. That's the whole motive behind this album is to just let people be confident in a craft that they know that they're good at um, and, you know, carry your own and make your own story. Yeah, very well said, man. It's going to be an exciting times ahead. Well, like I say, congrats on this record, man. I think it works very, very nicely. I think you should be proud of it in a great deal. Um, and we look forward to seeing you, man, over here on these shores for these shows, which I'm sure are going to absolutely go off, man. But take care of yourself out there till then, all right? Thanks, man. We can't wait to see everybody. And we'll take care. We'll see you soon. All right. Good to see you. Derek, everybody.